0: Hey guys, Hall here, I'm back for doing another podcast Uh, this is my first one that'll be as a member of the Baltimore Hawks Um, for those of you who don't know who get your entire ISFL drama and news from podcasts that you randomly find uh, I was recently named the, well, uh, with my co-GM Frick Nasty we were named the new GMs to take over for the Baltimore Hawks in the last season, um basically uh, it was one of those things where the old gms had to step down and ho kind of had to go through their search process which was similar to what happened with uh philly and chicago so there is some precedent there um but basically they decided to choose us for who knows what reason um probably because ho is crazy um but basically uh, i i'm here i'm here now i'm i'm I know I had my little hiatus away from the league for a little bit, kind of stepped away, got away from GMing, and it kind of just ended up reeling me back, so uh, I just wanted to talk about that a little bit, you know, kind of answer some questions that I've seen here and there. I know a lot of people have messaged me and said, oh, why did you go to Baltimore and things like that, and I I just wanted to, I think it'd just be easier to actually talk about it, you know, kind of get it all out there if there is anything, you know. Uh, I, I've enjoyed it so far. It's been great. Um, it was it was hard leaving Philly originally. You know, I've been in Philly since you know season 18. I GM there for a long time. Was a player there for longer. You know, I loved Pat and Cody. There wasn't like there was any bad blood or anything. Philly was nothing but amazing. It was a hard choice to you know to leave to come to Baltimore. But I've I've loved it. I'm enjoying it. There's great people in Baltimore, and I I, I couldn't be happier. You know, so. I asked for some questions. You know, a lot of the questions I understand. I normally joke here, which is fine. That's kind of what I'm here for. You know, I'm not gonna make a serious podcast, even though I told Thomas that I had to do a true crimes ISFL related. So maybe look out for that. If you know, maybe 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 we we'll have a little true crimes. And learn about all the deep secret murders that have happened in the ISFL. And for those of you that know don't know what the ISFL is, and you just found this podcast on Anchor, uh there's way too much to explain to you, but you know, go to our website at international simulation, football league.com. Um, <laughs> so with the draft wrapping up recently, getting ready to start preseason, actually tonight dating this episode. So there you go. Anybody listening to this in the future, this is the preseason after the draft. Um, I just kind of want to talk a little bit, kind of, kind of talk about where Baltimore's heading, kind of the the process and how everything's going on. I know, there's been some, you know, stuff written in media and things like that and things said on Discord and blah, 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 blah. You know, that's going to happen, Neil. There, there's always going to be something. You know, I, I could I could do everything perfect. I could do everything wrong. It doesn't matter. Someone's going to say something somewhere. So I just kind of want to tell my side of everything and kind of how everything's going and looking in Baltimore. I know coming off of a winless season, you know, it's kind of the joke, oh, Baltimore, you know, woo, 0-16. Put them in last place again, whoa, 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 you know all that fun stuff. But Baltimore, I mean, I, I, we're young, we're rebuilding, but we've, we've got a fun group of guys and, and gals and animals and other mischievous things. And and it's really it's a fun group, it's a great young group, and I, I'm excited for the season to kick off. Uh, normally, I would talk a little bit longer because I only get like two or three questions, but. You absolute animals gave me two pages of questions. So I'm just going to go and kick into it because as everyone in the locker room said, they hate listening to podcasts longer than 30 minutes. So I'm trying to keep this one short for everybody. So we're going to kick this off with Excelsior. I already know this is going to be a great question. He's got four questions here. Number one, who is your favorite member of Baltimore and why me? I should have known this was coming. For those of you that aren't in the Baltimore locker room and in the Baltimore mix, Excel and Thaithi... the I've ever said your name out loud, so this is great. Um, you, we, they've got a little, they've got a little back and forth going. One of them's a interdimensional demon, and the other one is a spreadsheet. Uh, they both hate each other, but they both also love each other, and they are both our lead scouts, and they are both determined to be the better scout. So I can't personally pick a favorite Baltimore because I love you all equally, like the politician that I am. Uh, your second question, how do you feel about the most recent draft? I, I loved it. Honestly, it-, it was probably my favorite draft since S22. I'm sorry to everybody that <laughs> that I've drafted after S22 for hearing this, but uh, it was just great having a lot of picks, which is something, you know, it's easy to get picks sometimes, but it's really hard to give up the players that get those picks. So us lucking up and having three first-round picks and a second round and a-, a solid third round and a million fourth rounds – uh, it, it was just great to actually have these picks, especially in a class as deep as this one. Uh, grabbing Infinite and Big Red. I mean, that, that, those are always, you know, they're two legends of the league. So having an opportunity to not get one but both of them, that is just, that is, that's amazing. That's an amazing feeling, you know. You don't really want the first overall draft pick, but getting the first and the second kind of makes up for losing 16 games. Uh, so grabbing them two, getting Badger. Then walking around and also grabbing jellyfish, huge. Then we get shiny, we get Jack Mart, we get Ilmon. I mean, we you couldn't be happier with the the people that we grabbed this 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 draft. I mean, we've got a really solid group of players in the draft and to tag them up with the people we had in the DSFL last year. The the future for Baltimore is going to look real scary. Uh, Excel's third question. How are you feeling about the future of Baltimore? kind of touched on this, but I, I think it's going to be great. We keep this young core together. We keep moving forward. We got a great group, group of people in the locker room, and we just keep fighting forward, keep earning, keep having fun. And I, I think I think Baltimore's going to shock a lot of people. You know, not saying this year or next year we're going to jump out, but three years from now, I could easily see us fighting for a playoff spot if we keep going up the way we are. And, and we're going to have fun doing it. And that's really the most important thing to me. As long as we're enjoying it, I just want to – I like having the locker room that you can enjoy in. You know, I've GM two teams before this. I feel like I've made a decent locker rooms in both of them. And I want to do the same thing in Baltimore. Uh, Excel's final question. <laughs> have you enjoyed being stuck on a team with Thiaith? Th- th- I-, I swear this is the first time I've said Thiaith and I already know Faith. Yeah, I, I already know I'm gonna get roasted when you guys start listening to this one, but uh it's been great. You, you know, I I get what you say in Excel. You know, I know you hate the guy; he's a demon and all. But you know, he, he's been a, he's been a great guy. He's a great scout. You know, he he did he did call a lot of the draft picks before they were drafted, so maybe he knows his stuff. <laughs> and of course, the next question comes from none other than Keith. Nice. When can I have your job? Uh never, unless you fire me. Because, I mean, you've already made yourself Shadow GM and you've given yourself a bunch of other real GM roles. So, I mean, it, who knows? <laughs> Why are you trying to steal my job all the time? You know, I thought I was doing a good job. I thought Frank and I were doing pretty decent. And every time, you just always try to steal our job. I mean, if if, if we go 0-16 again this year, I'll consider giving you my job. How about that? All right, the next group of questions comes from Overdue. What's the hardest thing you had to do so far as a Baltimore GM? Um, hands down, the hardest thing was probably that first week we took over as Baltimore's GM. Frick and I kind of got into a losing situation, really, you can think of it. Uh, we came in, we were the new people, we weren't a part of the Baltimore crowd, we weren't a part of the leadership, we were just kind of you know, thrown in, really, from HO. We had some talks with... You know some of the war room members, and we tried to answer as many questions as possible. But um, I, that, it was probably that was probably the most difficult is when we walked in and we were kind of told, "Hey, we're all leaving, so trade us because you're not going to get any You know, we're, we're out. So that that was kind of difficult and going through and trying to basically we were, ta- we were we were forced to tear the team apart. You know, when we were talking with Ho and talking to Tomas in CLG we were kind of saying we don't want to trade everybody we don't want to come in and start just tearing down everything built we wanted to help fix things but we didn't want to tear it down and we were kind of basically as soon as we walked into the war room we got messages saying hey everybody's leaving so you're on your own and then we go of course you know we have our trades you know everyone hears their side of the story and things like that and you know, we kind of our hand was forced. We tried to do what was best for everybody, and we feel like we did what was best for everybody. We send everybody somewhere they wanted to be. We didn't throw people where they didn't want to be, and and really, that had to have been the toughest part so far. Everything's been great, but that first week really was probably the hardest part. Getting to know everybody, trying to make a good first impression, while also having to tell people you know like they're being traded. So it was kind of a, it was tough at first, but it, it's really turned around, and I've enjoyed it. Overdue's next question is breakfast food the best food oh definitely hands down breakfast food is like the perfect food you know you got your basic like your bacon and eggs your pancakes waffles french toasts i mean you can't go wrong with any of those like no matter what what you prefer all three of those are straight bangers like you know you can have like an all right lunch and an all right dinner but you always have a good breakfast you know Like, you could go breakfast so many ways. You can go get, like, French toast with some bananas on top and a little powdered sugar, and you're set. You know that? I mean, breakfast is hands down the best food. You could get, it's almost like eating a dessert for the first thing in the morning. I mean, how can you not love that? Uh, Overdue's next question. If you could only eat a single pizza ingredient for the rest of your life, what would you choose? Oh, that's a tough one. Okay, um, so, you got to break it down. Like, I, I love I'm, I love a good pepperoni pizza, you know? So, you got pepperoni, got your cheese, got your sauce, and you got your, you know, you got your crust. So, like, cheese would seem like the easy answer because there's very diverse cheeses. But then you're, like, you'd be always stuffed up. Like you, you, like, you would always be just, like, you would feel so full and packed all the time. Like, uh, I mean, just eating pepperoni, pepperoni's good, but your breath would be terrible. You'd always have, like, the meat burps. Sauce, I mean I don't know how you can live on just slurping down sauce. So and then crust is the same way, like your mouth would be so dry, always eating crust. Especially plain flavorless like can I flavor the crust? Because I mean if I can flavor the crust, a good flavored crust would probably be the way, but I also kind of choose the crust. This is this like a Domino's crust or a Papa John's crust or like a good New York you know style crust? If this is like one of those sweet crusts? Is it I'm probably gonna have to go. I go with crust. I feel like crust is a little bit more diverse and you could be a little bit healthier. Like, if you're just eating straight cheese and straight meat, you're gonna be in trouble. Like, you're gonna, you're gonna be in so much trouble just eating pepperoni and just eating, eating uh, cheese. I feel like crust, I mean, I know it's a lot of carbs, but <sighs> I feel like you can, you can make like a wheat crust and then you don't, you don't it's not as filling. You know, you don't, you're not gaining as many from it. Overdue's final question. Why did you join sim leagues to begin with? So basically, I this was back in 2019. The S18 DSFL draft was getting ready to happen, and I saw the link to the 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 league through uh, RNFL and Reddit. I was enjoying my day at work, a normal, great, peaceful day before I knew what I was signing up for. And I get a notification at NFL Network that the Eagles signed, you know, traded for Jordan Howard. And I was like, what? We got a good loan in the back. This is after Jordan Howard came out back to back thousand yard seasons. So this is a huge pickup for Philly. So I you know, of course I go to RNFL, gotta read all the comments about it, figure out what we traded for him. And I see this on the top is a link and a kind of a description of the league. And I figured, you know, that's kinda sounds that sounds kinda cool. It'd be something to kinda kill my time with. I could do that for probably a week or two and I'd be out. Next thing you know, I sign up to the league. I'm here for a week or two. Get into the Discord. Start talking with people. And I just fell in love. It's just one of those things that you didn't expect to really be a part of what you your daily, what you do and things like that. But honestly, it, it, has, it has changed my life for the past year and some change. So, I mean, it I've loved it. it it's been amazing. And, but that's what I got in. I just saw the ad and showed up. All right, let's see the next the next question. Actually, comes from Mr. Koji and himself, Frick Nasty. Why are you cuter than me? No, I'm not cuter than you, boo. You know this. You know you, you got that nice Midwestern style. I'm just a little Southern guy. I, you know, I got the Southern charm going, but you got that Midwestern look, that mystique. You know. Frick's second question. Do you agree working with me is the worst? Oh, 100%. Yeah, Frick, you are, you are the worst. I don't, I've don't. i never been a part of so many random group chats with people I don't even know just because you think you can sign them. So, you know, <laughs> for those of you who don't know, anytime you want to work with Frick, be prepared to be in 30 group chats at once because this guy cannot manage his time at all. So he just puts everything together and just runs it down the line. Uh, Frick's last question when do we get our gm6 oh yeah i'm behind on those you uh, you you've been asking for those for, i'll do it today i'll make them today <laughs> whenever you read this listen to this uh i'll, I'll finally make those gm6 the next group of questions comes from zon who smells worse excel or yes th- th- you know these ths are killing me um I mean, again, one is a nine foot demon and one is a spreadsheet. So I'm going to have to go with the demon smells worse. Fyth kind of has that, that smell. Excel has like that new Microsoft Windows smell. So I'm going to have to go with Fyth there. I hate your name, by the way. Fyth. Like, it can't be Faith because Faith would be T H A I T H. So it has to be Thaith. Uh Next group of questions comes from Frostbite. How many seasons till Baltimore makes the playoffs? You know, I I hate to give like an exact like, oh, we're two, three seasons out, because that's all I did in Philly is just say we're a season or two out, and then we never we made the playoffs once and then never came back. So, I mean, ideally, perfect world. We're looking, you know, three seasons when we're start gonna be competing again. Three or four probably, because the big thing is we got an IA quarterback with Skywalker. We're looking up picking up Frick next draft. So we're going to give him some years to kind of get his stuff together, get his life together, get high enough where he can be competitive. And hopefully by then when he's ready to roll, everybody we've drafted now and guys we have on the team now will be in their peaks and their primes and we'll be a powerhouse of the NSFD. But we'll see. You know, we'll see. You can't really tell. Uh, Frost's next question is hallway nasty better than frosty hallway. Okay, well, first off, nothing's better than Frosty Hallway. Frosty Hallway is the peak GMing duo. Second off, I think Nasty Hallway would be better than Hallway Nasty. Like, I get he's frick nasty, but I feel like Nasty Hallway just sounds better. So, I, I think if we're going to go, we're going to be Nasty Hallway from now on. But yeah, Frosty Hallway was the pinnacle of GMing greatness. The league was lucky if we were only together for a year and a half because, I mean, we'd have every championship you can win. You can't, you can't do any better than the Frosty Hallway era. Uh, next group of questions comes from Tomas. How did you find the process leading up to becoming Baltimore GM? Uh, it was kind of a unique process. My first two times becoming GM were basically, hey, by the way, you're GM now. So it wasn't like I actually had to go through an interview process. So that was kind of a... I was kind of new, at least you know, actually being like trying to explain like why I think I'm a good GM instead of just saying, "Hey, by the way, you're the GM" because no one else wants it. So it, it it was kind of a it was kind of fun, you know. I didn't I didn't feel like I was just given the job. I felt like I had to somewhat earn it. And the actual like lead up itself was just kind of crazy. It was just I wasn't going to do it. <clears throat> uh, you know, I, w- I was happy in Philly. I didn't want to leave. Then, you know, I was kind of talking to people around the league, and it's like, well, why not? I'll put my name in the hat. We'll just see how far it goes. You know, why not? I've done this a few times with expansion. toss a name around. Just say, hey, by the way! But, you know, I always backed out. And then, uh, Frick messaged me and said, hey, I'm thinking about going for it. I don't have a code. You want to do it? And I was like, you know, why not? Let's go for it. Shoot it. You know, we're not going to be picked. All the people, we've seen the names that we're coming across. I doubt we're going to be picked. Why not? So next thing we know, we're getting here interview questions, filling out forms, whatever, da-da-da, and then HO messages us, by the way, you know, you're in the final two, or final two or final three, like, you were in the final interview, and we were being asked questions by representatives from Baltimore, and it, it it was definitely kind of fun to see what HO expected of us, and also what Baltimore's leadership at the time expected of us, so kind of Hearing those questions, seeing where their heads was at, and letting us kind of explain what our goal was for Baltimore, it was kind of it was a real fun process. You know, I feel like even though from what I heard after joining the team that it wasn't as open book with the, with Baltimore as we thought it was, I still felt like it was a good process going back and forth. Instead of HO just throwing two people onto a new team, there actually was a questionnaire. There was a process. There was a deep. De- deep dive into who we were as people and GMs on not just the HO side, but also Baltimore side. And I really, I really enjoyed it. And I, I thought it was a pretty great process. Um, Tomas's next question. What about the role attracted you to apply? Um, I don't know. That's kind of honestly. That's the weird thing is I, I, I kind of wanted after getting back into the league I didn't want to be a GM because I just wanted to be a player and just enjoy it again. And then that itch of being a GM kind of slowly started getting back with me. But I didn't want to leave Philly. So I kept hoping for DSFL expansion. And I just didn't think it was ever coming because I didn't didn't think that I would be able to just walk into a new locker room and just say, hey, by the way, I'm your GM now. Because in the ISFL, GMs kind of... They were, they, were, they were in the locker room. They kind of built their way up through the locker room. They got the locker room's respect, and then they became GMs. It wasn't like they just walked to the door one day and like, oh, by the way, I'm your GM. You know, they, they actually they actually kind of were chosen by their teams. You know, they, they had to do a process. They were probably drafted, and then they kind of were on the team for a little bit and then made their way up through the war. and that's the GM. So I didn't want to, you know, really go through that process of walking into a new team blind. But after kind of talking it through Frick and everything, I figured, you know, why not? You know, it's a team that badly needs to be rebuilt. They were struggling. They're 0-16. They've had drama in and out, in and out, in and out. And I just thought, you know, this would be a good team to try to step in and see if I'm actually as good as a GM as I think I am. You know, I worked with Frost doing the stuff at Palm Beach and the Myrtle Beach to help basically take a team from nothing of three active players to what they are now and helping out with that and that transition into Corey into really exploding into the, the Myrtle Beach, you know, Bondi Beach that we know today. And then also at Philly, which was kind of an aging group that had a few young players and kind of building an atmosphere there. I wanted to see if I can go into something completely new and continue that process and actually help build up and not so much for the health of Baltimore, but the whole health of the league because we really – it's better for the league. I know everyone loves the drama. Everyone likes to sit there and make fun of these teams that were terrible and their GMs left, but it's, it's better for the league when we have more competitive teams, and it's just not this one joke team getting beat up every year. Uh, Tomas' final question. Biggest surprise is becoming the GM? Um, pff, honestly, I... Biggest surprise. That's actually a really good question. Um, I can say that there were a lot of really great users that I really, I don't know if it's just me being ignorant of the league, you know, not really knowing players, but there were so many good young players that are on Balt, that are still there in Baltimore, that I just never really knew. Like, you know, you know, Excel, you know, I didn't really talk to him before. Tomas, never talked to you. You know, the guys overdue, Mac Daddy, you know, I didn't talk to you guys, so I really didn't know just what kind of people you were, you know, I've seen I've seen facts around before, I knew he had no, uh, you know, I've seen that name before, but for the most part, you were all basically new players that I never talked with, interacted with, and it was, I really enjoyed seeing new people that were outside of my box that I knew you know, I basically stayed inside Philly and in Myrtle, in Myrtle Beach, so to come out and see these new players was amazing uh the next group of questions comes from Ultimate Yeehaw, which is good old Chunt the Badger. How does it feel knowing you primarily drafted animals this past draft? And why is Badger your favorite? Yeah, I don't know how we managed that. We, we drafted a goose, a badger, um, well, a, a jellyfish. He's got, he's got a player render, but he's the jellyfish. You know, it, we really we really just nailed it with the animal kingdom this year. Um, but badger you got I mean, you have you have a, a gif right now dancing That's just chunt over and over a badger. So like how do you not love that? When when Infinite makes a dancing geese gif, then I'll put him up there with you. Uh, favorite part of being a GM. Uh, it's got to be you know interacting with the people. Like I I love going through the draft process, the scouting process, meeting all these fresh face rookies and kind of helping them get to the next level seeing their reaction to being drafted, seeing their reaction to their first rookie start and their big blow-up seasons and the winning awards. You know, that's what I love. I I love the atmosphere of the locker room, and I love being able to help build that atmosphere and to kind of get people together that enjoy being together. And that's always what I've loved as a GM. You know, winning's great and all. It's easy to say winning's winning's whatever when you don't win, but, you know, I've never been a a real successful GM on the win-loss column. But I feel like I've made some really great atmospheres and made some really great just, you know, communications and people hanging out with each other that, you know, may not have ended up hanging out with each other. And I really, I love seeing just people interact that are together as a team. And I, I couldn't be happier with anything like that. Um, next question is from Opera Phantom. How much you miss me? Oh, a ton. Uh, you know, I saw you recreate. So going to get ready for uh, that uh, scouting message here. You just wait, JQ Jr. You're going to get you a little scouting message just a little bit. All right, the next and... It, oh, looks like final question comes from Charlie. Du- oh, you're going to be something sad because of your old GM. How could you leave us? Sad face. Yep, there it is. Um, <laughs> uh, You guys know. like You, you guys know how, how hard it was. I was kind of fighting back and forth of should I leave, should I stay, you know. Philly was always my home. Philly was my first and only team, so it was it was hard to say goodbye, you know, there were some great people in the locker room, I really didn't want to leave, you know, you, Pat and Cody, you you guys were huge, huge helps, kind of brought me back into the league from a dark spot that I was, and I I, I couldn't be happier for you guys to run Philly the way you are, you guys are doing great, and I couldn't thank you guys enough for help bringing me back, and uh, I hope you guys aren't too mad at me for leaving, you know, I, I didn't mean to just kind of escape out after I finally decided to be active again so uh it, it was hard I I I wouldn't want to leave again you know kind of thing but you know I feel like in the long run it's going to be great you know I, I feel like I can have a good relationship with Philly still while also being in Baltimore and I feel like maybe Baltimore and Philly can be like the new bros you know I know it's a historic rivalry and all but I feel like we could be bros you know we could hang out and say yes, fuck the Yeti together you know So looks like that is my last group of questions. Sorry guys, I'm fighting a cold. So I'm a little nasally right now, but um, I appreciate all your guys' questions. Now I'm going to be wrapping it up here because it is, I guess actually pretend like I'm doing work from home right now. So uh, thank you guys for your questions. Thank you for listening. And as always, you can reach out to me, talk to me and, Come hang out in Baltimore if you want. So thank you guys. Everybody be safe and have a great weekend, week, holiday, whatever you're doing when you're listening to this.